Okay, folks, welcome to Off Center Archers podcast. This is episode number 75. This is Anthony. And Stephanie. And let's see, what are we going to talk about this week? It's all about you. It's all about me, once again, which is horrible. It's very, very bad. Why is that bad? Because it is. This is a podcast between two people, and I seem to be the only one that's able to get to the range a lot lately. But granted, school started now, so a lot of shit's going to be able to. So I'm to doing the. Uh, I'm the driver, the therapy driver, the school driver, the doctor driver, the. Pretty much, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You, you take care of all of that. Yep. So, I had. Let's see. Uh, on the last episode, we were talking about how, you know, different releases we wanted to try, and I was mentioning how uh, Dudley's releases and stuff came up. But, you know, I'm, I wasn't too keen on the two-finger release mm-hmm. like we had before we had the BT Gold. And I was like, you know, I was more interested in the Carter ones, which are all the three-finger or four-finger ones, but mainly I was interested in the three-finger since I don't use my pinky on my True Fire Edge, full, True Fire Edge 4 Hardcore, whatever the fuck it is, the mm. True Fire uh, handheld release. And, uh, well, thanks to an a awesome listener... Like, he reached out and said, hey, I have a Carter Evolution three-finger up for sale. Yeah. You know, uh, I'll, I'll gladly sell it to you. And, I mean, it just worked out. I got it for a great price. So, big props to uh, to Hitch for selling us I think you did a car release. salesman on you. Yeah, he, <laughs> he did a car salesman on <laughs> you me. Make a, you make a nice relationship conversation, and then what you do is you just slide in there. You're like... Hey, I hear you're looking for a so-and-so, like fill in the blank. Right. Car salesman, you're looking for a car. You're like, well, you know, I got this really good one. And you know what? I like you. I'll give you a really good deal on it. Right, exactly. exactly. So car salesman, yeah. Hey, whatever, man. It is what it is. (laughs) We Um, still got a really good deal. Yeah, he sold it to me for a really, really really good price. I'm not going to say how much. I'll just keep that between us. But... Uh, the and I mean shit. The, the release showed up like three days later, so it was here yeah. before last weekend. I was able to go shoot with it last weekend. Well, I, th- I think from where we are, it seems that if it's as long as if you drew a line down the middle of the United States, if you're on that line or to to the right, like toward the East Coast, everything seems to be like a two day ship. Yeah, yeah, pretty much for where we are, yeah, yeah. for for South Carolina, yeah, everything is like two max three days for half the country. As soon as you get past, like, near the guys in Utah, and, uh, fuck, the shit in California is like six to seven days only, almost lately. But anyway, so the release showed up, went to Saluda River on last Saturday with it, and it took some toying with, you know, trying to get the string, the string, the spring tension correct in the release. And after, you know, a couple of rounds, I tried to see how, you know, which way it worked better for me. I didn't change the poundage or anything like that. And I left it on 65% let off. Um, and I almost had to, I was probably about four turns from maxing the spring out that was in it. And it was it was just a bit a bit much. So, and also I noticed like the, the anchor point for that, you know, everything that you put in your hand is going to affect your anchor point. And, and, you know, how thick the release is and move well, your yeah, hand down yeah. further, whatever. So my vision was a little bit blurry in my peep sight because it, it is a much, much thicker release than, let's say, my sear is. So um, move the peep a little bit, and then we changed it down to the 75% let off. And the release worked much, much better. I was able to probably back the spring down to half tension. Sorry, I'm drinking a beer and I keep burping. Um, 
but it, it worked much much better. So I, you know, last week I I shot a three hundred round because that's been pretty been pretty much what I've been doing every weekend now You've been is keeping track of your scores. Yeah, I've been keeping track. You know, the the high week so far I was a what I say it was like a two ninety five or a two ninety six. I don't okay. have my pad with me right now, and that was with the sear after I got used to. Um, no, sorry, the sear was uh, a. 294 and then my thumb button was like a like a 295 or a 296 so and you know i shot that i shot the uh the evolve last week and it was a a 292 so i'm like all right you know first day shooting release after getting it all adjusted you know it took like seven eight rounds to get it all adjusted right and then you know i ended up shooting a 292 with it and it felt really really good i'm like okay i got this down i got how it goes off i got you know since i put it on 75 percent let off on the bow i had it was on 28 and a half inches with that release because just the way it sits um and how the, the cam over rotates when you go into 75 percent. so i had to mm-hmm. shorten it to 28 and a half inches but where if i had it on 65 percent, i had to have it with that release at 29 so and I mean, it shot really, really good. Like I said, I shot, you know, like a 292 with it. And it felt really, really nice. And then I go Saturday of this week with it. I couldn't shoot that thing to save my life this week. You had an off day. Yeah, I had a very, very... When it came to that release, I had an off day. You know? Yeah, but you just got it. You, yes, you're being a little bit too no, no, picky. No. You can't I know, no. master something the minute well, you get your hands like, on it. It's like a lot of people say, like, some sometimes you realize one release, like when you're, like, a lot of guys are in practice, they'll carry multiple releases with them. And you'll notice this <laughs> release where it does, it's true. No, what? no, no. The YouTube video of those guys, I, I don't know their channel name, where they made fun of the stereotypes at the archery range, and you got that release guy. Oh, yeah. And they do the that's, little um, setup on. That's Chris B. Is it? Yeah, yeah. That was that's crispy and what's his name from Ultraview, um, Helby. Well, they're doing the the yeah, stereotypes, the, 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 the twirler of the, with the release. Yeah, and everything. so they have the guy with all the releases, and he's standing at the the line, and the other guy's like, "Oh man, I forgot my release," and, he, and the other guy's like, "Oh yeah, I got one for you." And he's just pulling out release no, after release no. after release. Oh no, he was looking for his own or some shit like that. Yeah, yeah. But he was like, no. No, as he's pulling them out, and yeah, he's yeah. got a table full of like fifty releases. That's pretty much probably what people must think when I open my bow case, and you know, in my little accessory bag, there's the the True Fire thumb release, the Sear, the Evolution. My hardcore wrist strap is just laying in the fucking case. So whatever. I have my one. Yes, you have your one. And. uh you know, but like I said, this week for some reason, I don't know if it was me. I know this week when I went there, my left shoulder was feeling a little, a little bit fucking tweaky this week. You know, work this week has had some crazy shit that we've had to to deal with, and that that has been quite heavy. And uh, you know, it, it just it did. It felt a little weird, so I couldn't shoot that release to save my life. I got halfway through a three hundred, and I was like, mm-hmm. nope, I'm done. Yeah. You know, I was like, let me see how I feel up to like the first couple of practice rounds felt like shit. And I'm like, you know, let me just see how it goes. And, uh, you know, I, I decided to do 100 and, you know, 150 run, which is only five and basically half, five runs instead of 10, 10 or five rounds instead of 10 rounds. And, I, I mean, I was already 12, 13 points down. You know, uh, I think I ended up shooting like a 137, which mm-hmm. for me is really freaking bad. I mean, I, I can shoot a, a 146, 148, a lot. 
And, uh, you know, I think my lowest average right now on 150 round has been 145. So. Well, we can't be special all the time. No, 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 we can't. But I was like, you know, let me get one of my other releases out and see how this goes. I mean, it's like, you know, like I was trying to lead to before, and Doug even mentioned it to me before when we were on the phone talking about it, how different days when people practice, they realize this release is going to work better for me today. And you think that that mentally hinders you like it, it's a self-sabotage? It might be. It might. It might. You know, some people always say like, oh, you should try different releases because you'll throw yourself off. And then the one that you're comfortable with, it'll, it'll just help you master that one. And I'm like, OK, yeah, sure. I guess it makes sense because then when you're like, oh, man, this is really working good. Mm-hmm. And then you're going along and this can be with anything. Right. And then you start thinking too much about it and then you kind of. You, you sabotage yourself. Right, right, And right. you start doing things you, you normally wouldn't do naturally. And it, mm-hmm. I think that's that's probably what you were doing. Probably. I mean, but, you know, so I took out my sear and I started shooting with that today. Uh, well, not today, Saturday. After, you know, getting a little bit upset with myself that I wasn't able to do anything correct that day with the uh, Were you the, the angry guy at the range? No, no, I was frustrated. I was a frustrated guy. Yeah, for sure. I mean, there, there was a dude next to me that was shooting. He was the angry guy for the day. God damn it! No, and no it, it was it was it was also a, a much older gentleman. You know, senior, and all he kept saying was, "My grandson's killing me," because the grandson is nonstop texting him photos from the cameras. Because he's out doing his scouting and he's going from camera to camera oh, to camera. Oh, okay. So he's so he's constantly. just bombing the shit out of his grandfather's phone with photos. So he's fucking kids killing me, Jesus. <laughs> you know, and it's like, dude, he's showing you what you guys have on the cameras. That's when you silence your you phone know. if you don't want to be disturbed. He's like, oh, I know, I know, but my God. He's like, send me one of that one deer. <laughs> send me a good one of that deer. I don't need 15 of the same deer. I'm like, yeah, that 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 part might drive me He can make one of those little flip books of the deer walking. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um... So, but no, you know, I shot, I, I, I was going to do the same thing. I was going to do a 150 round, but I ended up doing a 300 because I was really actually shooting well mm-hmm. with the sear. And uh, I mean, by 150, I had shot a 149 or no, 148. And then when I was done, I ended up with a 295. So I'm oh. like, okay, cool. You know, all right. So this release worked for me today. But meanwhile, the week before, you know, when I was feeling good, I seemed very, very jumpy with the seer and i was shooting the evolution like you know fantastic so it, it's kind of uh it, it's one of those things where it was like day by day something was going to work better yeah for me well we so. also can't shoot every day either yeah 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 but i i do really really like the release right it, it is very i mean you could tell the way carter built this thing this thing's a fucking tank it really is it is solid you know if i throw this thing at somebody it's gonna hurt them i mean sure as shit the only thing that's not that I find funny, and I, I didn't ask Hitch because I don't care because it, it fits me, is like um, the way you hold it on the second pad of your finger and you're supposed to like really like wrap your fingers around them. Right. Yeah, my finger fills that fucking hole like completely. Like the, the release is snug on my so fat ass fingers. you imply that it, dude's got tiny hands? No, I'm not implying that he has tiny hands. No. It's rude. No, the fact that you're implying shit is rude. I'm just making an observation of what you're saying. No, 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 no. no. Well, I'm, Carter also makes them in you know standard size, large size, smalls, I believe. XL. No, I don't think. I think it's large. It might now. I think it might just be two sizes. It might be a large and a small. So I don't think this one's the small. 
Because if it is, then okay. I mean, it still fits. It still works. I don't think a grown man will buy anything that's labeled as small with pride, like confidently. I don't know, man. <laughs> I mean, some of our friends, they were, their wedding ring finger is the size of my pinky. So, yeah. Oh, you know. that's not really a good comparison. That's some tiny little uh, bitch fingers. Mm. That's a nice way to put it. So, no. You know, I mean, shit, my, my, my pinky's like a nine. My ring finger's a 12. No, my, my pinky's an eight and eight. I think it's an eight and a half. My ring finger's, a, you know, 11 to a 12. So, I don't know, you know what I am. I got some fat hands. You got uh, them working hands. Mm hmm. Anyone who does manual labor knows what the working hands look like. Oh, yeah. Anybody who's in, you know, swings hammers or wrenches and shit like that, mm -hmm. you know, that, that's for sure. You're, you, you got some sausage fingers for sure, usually. So, but I mean, you know, the, you know, the, the bow shot really, really well. The, the releases shoot well. It just, you know, lately right now, it's all been depending on how I feel that day and what release seems to work in practice. And that's the one I seem to have to go gung ho with it. Like this week, I, you know, I didn't touch my dumb trigger at all this week. It just stood in the toolbox in the in the bag in the bag. Right. So this week it was all. Even last week was pretty much like. Well, last week was all three. But the thumb release was just like, okay, yeah, this is fine. You should do bow release grab bag. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, we put everything in like a, a black bag. Is it funny that it's an Easton bag and everything and nothing in my bow case is Easton anymore? That's like if you go to those uh, those collector junkyards and the guy's a Ford guy, you'll never find a Chevy on there. Yeah, 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 exactly. Go to a Chevy guy and you'll never find a Ford on there. Yeah, well. And they're not, con they're not considered a true collector if they have one lingering around. They get shunned. <laughs> they get shunned. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Nice. You could do like a release grab bag day. So you put it all in a bag. You get a black one that you can't see anything through. You just stick your hand in there and just fumble around. And then whatever you pick out for that round is what you shoot with. Yeah, And yeah, every yeah. round you do it. You don't do it for the day. Shit. You do every round. Talk about grab bags. Yeah. The phone call with Dougie today. My oh, God. Shit. Well, it's kind of sad in a way. It is sad. It is sad. Um... I had a phone call today with Doug. Everyone knows Doug. He's been on the podcast before, and he'll yep. be on again here in a couple months. He will? Yeah. For what? When we go to Florida. Yeah? Yeah. What month are we in? August? It's, it's all, yes, November. Yeah, I guess a couple yes. months. Yes, a couple months. That's why I said a couple months. Well, Thanksgiving is a couple months away. Christmas is a couple months away. Yes, it is. So, anyway, so... We had mentioned Doug had mentioned in the podcast that he was on with us about a place that was closing down their entire archery department. Frogfish, jump frog, frog, toad frog, to uh, frog bones. Okay, yeah, it's close. <laughs> anyway, they're, they're a they sell guns and everything, but apparently their archery department's not doing well and whatnot. And I guess this week is like the closeout and all. Everything has to go. Well. Donnie went there and got himself a traverse, from what Dougie told me, for a smashing deal. My God, I'm very jealous, Don. Uh, Dougie also went there, and Dougie doesn't walk out with one bow. Dougie walks out with three. Yeah, he went on a shopping spree. Yeah, a shopping spree from hell. So it seems like everybody got an upgrade. That's like a bunch well, of women seeing a clearance rack. Yes. Yeah, oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah. On Black Friday. Yeah, and, uh, so he went there and he got himself, there was a Diamond Infinity Edge, which is good for his youngest son, Brody. 
Uh, they had an HHA optimizer light, which is like the, the lowest version. It's like mm-hmm. the $160 one. Right. He got it, and it's a lefty version, and his son Brandon is left-handed also. So now Brandon has an upgraded sight for his bow. You know, he got that sight for 50 bucks, which is great. I mean, you know, granted, like we still said, it's still sad that the place is not going to be selling archery equipment anymore. It's kind of a bummer, but, you know, when a deal happens, a deal happens. Uh, he also got a mission bow, which I believe, I don't know that, it, I don't know what the hell is going to happen with the mission one. Anyway. Wait, why did he just buy a mission bow? I don't know if that's for the oldest son or maybe Donna's going to get into shooting. I don't I've, I completely lost track. At, Donna you know. can't get into shooting. Why? How is she going to shoot with those double G boobies getting in the way? <laughs> double H's, I's? <laughs> Can we get a J? <laughs> the, two L and the, the two heads on her chest. <laughs> Can I buy a vowel? And not well, A or E, it would be I. Have, those bows have short axle to axle, so it would be a steep string angle, so she might be fine. She yeah. not, she, don't get me wrong. I mean, Donna might need one of them booby tuckers that she moves them to the side. She wouldn't be able to stand up straight. This like, way she'll have her a posture, center boob and a right boob. She'd yeah. have to have, like, a posture, like a little bit of a question mark, Jesus. because she'd have to hunch over a little she's bit. She's going to kill us Jesus Christ. Basically, think of someone, uh, like, picking up, say, you're going to the grocery store, right? And you're looking for fruit, and you see someone try to pick up two watermelons at a time, and they're just holding them right by your chest area. You just got that that big roundness. That's the same thing. Okay. But she's always carrying those around. She's always carrying those around. Yes, dear. So whatever. <laughs> anyway, that wasn't the main point of this whole thing. <laughs> Jesus, I said Donna's chest got involved in this. Anyway. Oh, I wonder if they could put a a, a brace <clears throat> that it like. You wrap it around yourself, right? And then it has a bracket that you can actually stand up straight, but it keeps the bow from from hitting you. So you can put it right up against it, and it'll be boop. They, they, you didn't hit. Have no, you no, no, not the, the not the, not the booby pusher. The booby pusher. But like a, like a bracket. Oh Jesus so Christ! So it, it'd be like a solid bracket away from your chest. So it would prevent the bow from coming too close. I would love for everyone to see how you're trying to explain this with your cell phone at your chest. So, whichever. So, but the key thing is that also the third bow is the one that Doug got that's really, really, to me, the good one and the one that he likes wait, and stuff. Wait, one more. Uh, oh, God. They can, <laughs> the go-go gadget, the retractable boob. Oh, God. <laughs> Got the Reebok boob. Go, go, go. Oh, the Jordans. But they're the boobies. The Air Jordans. The, the Air Boobs. <laughs> so, anyway. Doug also got a brand new um, Halon 32. Uh, Halon 32-6. So, six-inch spine version of the Halon 32. And he also got that for a ridiculous deal. And then all the rest of the accessories came in. The list of accessories that he walked out with today was borderline fucking disgusting for the amount of money he paid for them. Like, the arrows he bought to set up the Halon, most likely, which will become the bow he goes to use for TAC next year if we all go. He got three dozen of those arrows for $10 a box. So, yes, if you are in anywhere near the Melbourne area Shop of frogs. Florida. Fro- yeah, frog frog Go there. If there's anything left, go buy it. 
Uh, there's I not going to be anything There was a left. thing today on Facebook, I believe Doug said, where they marked down every last bow in the place to 200 bucks. There was still halons left over from what Doug said. There was fucking triaxes there. You know, they so, had to have lost money on that. Oh, God. Yeah, who knows? I don't know. I feel I feel weird when it's a smaller shop, but it's a bigger company, and you know, yeah, 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 it is what it is. But the smaller shops, it's just yeah, you I know. agree. But it's just it's just wild. I mean, so if there's anyone in that area, you know, unless Doug and De- and Donnie decide to go back and just wipe them out of the rest of the shit, you know, which who knows? It's a possibility. He's got to get his collection up. Shit. <laughs> His collection? He's, mm-hmm. he's already bought more shit than I have. So. Well, we also have five million weddings to go to within a year. So. Thank God. It's the last one. Yeah, I know. Ooh. Last hurrah. Last one. God. And then we are off for 2020, finally. No yeah. weddings that year. Again, as a reminder to all you felly, fellow family members out there that might listen to us, uh, no 2020 weddings That goes for, for you too, Iowa boy. You know who you are. Yeah, he knows who he is. So... We, in the past year of span time, have gone to three weddings, and we need a break. Three, four. Three. Is it three or those four? No, it's three. Your okay. brother and two cousins. Yes. The other one was... Oh, right before we moved. Okay. Yeah, so the other one was... Two weeks before we moved to here. Yeah, so that was a year prior, but still. Two years ago, that was, because yeah. Harley's going to turn one, uh, two. two. So, yeah, two years yeah. ago. Wow. Yep. So, 2020, we need a break. Because, man, it's not like a, an hour away kind of traveling. Yeah, this no. is the states away. Yeah, yeah. We, you know, everything we're doing right now, even this trip is 12 hours. Yeah, so. and we, st- we stop halfway so the kids don't get too. Yeah, so the kids aren't riled up. And then they get to go in the pool with the hotel and everything. And yeah, because you shove your kids in the car for 12 hours straight. And even if they could take it, they get cranky. Who? Right. I mean, really, unless you're in a big RV and you can stop and, you know, you don't have to worry about other shit, then... You get yep. cranky, and you don't want to get there cranky because then it just becomes a fight about everything, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, try and drag them to a wedding, please. Yeah, I know exactly, but I don't know. I mean, we'll see. At least this will be the end of the weddings for at least a year. So. Actually, maybe we gotta start our second podcast while on the trip because we could just talk about anything. On what trip? Oh, to New York. What trip? Yeah. yeah. Duh. Yeah. Sorry. Yes. That's fine. I mean, we got the road kit still. Yes, we're going to start doing road clips again very shortly here. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that, that second podcast is definitely going to be coming to uh, fruition here. Well, I think... That might actually be more so, like, better for us to do while we're driving anywhere and stuff like that. I mean, granted, we're going to have episodes at home, that's for sure. So... Oh, yeah. But I think that's a good way for us to talk about whatever we want. Right. Yeah. That'll also bring in, bring down a bit of the nonsense that people, you know, listen to us on the, the archery conversations about. No, I'm, I'm, I'll am i still bring in nonsense. I'm made of nonsense. You, you, you're the side no queen. Yeah, I know. I got to get one of those shirts made. Exactly. Know. Just, even if it's just for me. Mm-hmm. So, but, you know. Well, besides that shop closing down, you got three shops in South Carolina clubs. that are okay. Yeah, not shops, clubs. That they're, are they're not pulling, closing down. They're, they're not, not closing. closing down, but they're pulling out. Uh, they are not involved in the S, the South Carolina Archery Association tour this year. So three of them have pulled out this year. One of them, which, from what I understand, is one of the best clubs on the circuit, which is a club called Broken Arrow. And all of these are down towards the, the Columbia Charleston area. 
and you know everyone always says great stuff about the the, the broken arrow club so it, but it appears that this year three of them are not involved uh in the s the scaa this year i don't understand why either well i mean it might not be enough member um what's it participation what's it? yeah that's what it is because if you don't have enough members that are able to do even some of the ground maintenance for some of these events, mm-hmm. yeah. then what are you going to do? This club, the, these clubs don't have uh, you know as much income coming in. It's mostly out of volunteer. Right. Yeah, yeah. Like the one we're part of in Myrtle Beach, we're technically a part of it, but the fact that we don't live in the area, we can't have, do any participation with them because obviously it's four hours away. Right. Well, for us, I mean, for them, for us, for that one, that, that's almost like free money into their memberships right. because, I mean, we've been there, what, twice? Yeah, because it's only been if we're down there and we can yeah, make it out. Yeah, at, at your, uh, your, your family's house is when yeah. we're there. And if we can make it there when we're there, fine. Yeah. You know. But even still, that's kind of my point. It's just people who just buy into the membership just to have it. Right. But they mm-hmm. can't really do a lot with it. Yep. I mean, even if it was something really close to us, when they have meetings in the evenings and when they do a lot of things in the evenings, I can't, I wouldn't be able to make it. You work second shift and I have the kids here with me. Right, yeah. And unfortunately, our son can't do certain things mm-hmm. right now. So. Well, I mean, that's, that would be the same thing if we were in any of the local clubs here. We wouldn't really be able to participate in any of the events besides weekend shoots. Oh. You know, just because of the and way the work schedule is. even that, you'd have to go by yourself. We wouldn't be able to do things Right, yeah, together. it would still basically be one of us only. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it is it is what it is. I mean, you know, but it is a bummer that some of these clubs are pulling out of things. And then, you know, and I, and I hate to say it, but archery shops closing around this country right now is like a fucking cancer syndrome. They're, they're just dropping left and right. And it's really you know, I bad. Thought, I thought the whole thing of archery with everything, hunting, shooting, target, like, I mean, whatever involves it. Right. I thought that was getting more common or uh, the interest in it was getting higher. It seems like the interest is getting higher, but this is the hardest part of it is your average store. And this is, you know, if you really want a really, really good example of how this is described, go to Bo Junkie's uh, podcast and you'll see a bunch of interviews where Greg actually interviews shop owners. You know, now that being said, uh, a lot of the big problem is, is that when you see something in a store, let's say, you know, you're going to buy a, all right, let's use my site just because it's easy to fucking reference, mm-hmm. my HHA Kingpin. You're going to find it in a store, most likely for about 349 give or take, you know, 349 329 whatever the retail price is. Right. right. But that's what the retail price is now. Now, you're going to see that same site, most likely, on eBay for... Two ninety nine, you're gonna save twenty bucks. You're gonna save thirty dollars, whatever it is. So now, what they a lot of people don't keep in mind is that when you buy a site like the HHA or like an Excel or Sherlock, like a higher end hunting site, Target site, whatever, if you buy it on eBay, if you buy it on Amazon. Either a, you're gonna have to spend the ninety dollars on the leveling tool. To actually level all three accesses of the site. Like our leveling tool? No. No, no, no. We don't even have that shit. That's my point. Okay. Oh, yeah. Good, <laughs> good job. 
Um, or you're going to have to go to someone like we, like I did with Kevin, right? With the with the the kingpin at Saluda. At Saluda, and I had them do the laser three axis leveling on you know the the kingpin, right? You know, I did granted I did that on the inertia, so I know it's not correct right now being on the evolve, but whatever. You know, so you're gonna have to pay them thirty dollars to do your three accesses. Now the money you lost is gone. And then half the time you'll only end up saving, you know, twenty dollars. Right. You're paying thirty dollars. Now you paid ten dollars more for the site, you know, because you know you bought it on eBay and had to pay the shop. Instead of buying it at the shop where you would have paid the three twenty nine and it included the fucking leveling. So now you're ten bucks in the hole, which is you know, and I wish a lot of the stores would would better explain that type of crap. You know, it's like if you buy a dozen arrows off off eBay or well, you know, Amazon. We're just gonna keep using those two for examples. Right. You're gonna go to a shop, they're gonna charge you sixty cents a piece for cutting, or fifty cents, sorry, we'll just use fifty cents, it's a lot easier. Fifty cents a piece for cutting and fifty cents a piece for gluing in your inserts. Right. So about a dollar an arrow. So, you know, granted, you know, you, you, you might get, let's say, a, you know, a dozen zombie slayers or something for 70 bucks at the store, they're 80, right? But at the store, they're 80, and it includes the cutting and the inserts being put in. Yeah. Instead of 70, now you're paying 12, 15 dollars, whatever the fuck it is, to have that same work done. So now you're still overspending by five dollars because no one gets the concept of when you buy it in the store, 99% of the time, that all that other shit is included. But the thing is, people like to have the immediate satisfaction of, of what they're saving. Wow. They like to have the cookie now instead of save it for later and then right. have double what they mm-hmm. had. So if they're looking at two comparative prices between a shop and online and right. one saving, they're going to buy it right that very moment and save right, right. X exactly. amount of money. And then by the time they get to putting it in, obviously it's maybe a week or two later. Mm-hmm. And they don't really pair those up together about the cost right. effective from one to the other. Mm-hmm. So people like immediate responses or satisfaction with, with things. Oh, yeah. They don't they don't like to wait things out. It has to be immediate. Right. That's right, right. everything. Well, like all right, you know, let's use this week for example. You know, I bought some three fifty spine carnivores for the Evolve this week. Mm-hmm. It was what, thirty dollars? Thirty one dollars, something like that? Thirty two eighty dollars. Okay, so thirty two dollars. So, you know, if you were to buy, if you're okay, so if you were to round it up, so let's say $65 would be a half a dozen of the carnivores, right. just to make it easy. You're going to find them online for 60 bucks for a half a dozen, $10 an arrow. You know, well, then you got to pay fucking more money to have them cut, have them installed. And that was with him doing cutting, gluing the inserts in, and the three field tips. Right. And everything was included. So, I mean, fully assembled arrows. Meanwhile, you know, if you were to do the same shit, now you got to buy a half a dozen field tips at a dollar a piece normally, you know, and then the dollar each arrow for glue for cutting and gluing. So, you know, now you're twelve dollars in the hole, even though you instead of spending sixty five dollars at the shop, you spent sixty bucks online and now you're going to pay twelve dollars on top of that. So now you're at seventy two. So you still paid seven dollars more than what you would have paid at just the shop by itself. Right. So. It's 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 just it it really is bad, you know. The, what you're seeing going on now. I mean, you're seeing some shops really really excel. Like Saluda is hammering those guys. You know, they're moving some Matthews bows like crazy right now. Right. And that's that's just without a doubt. You know, when I go there on Saturdays, I see the same 
crew of people pretty much shooting every single week. You know, you always got to say what's up to Gabe and Jordan and everybody. And, uh, the, the kid's name is Tristan, not Christian. Christian. Oh, really? Yes. So, you know, and he's there that, that weekend, too. So, you know, you always do, you know, bullshit with everybody while you're there because, you know, you be, we become very close, very friendly with everybody. Like, you know, this week you're making Gabe a custom uh, sling for his bow. Yeah. And so, you know, it's it, it's just it. I don't know. See, when I, I try to put that perspective of what's going on at all these other places and I try to envision that type of shit, you know, with Saluda, that type of crap happening, it really is a fucking bummer. Yeah, because people become so accustomed of, all right, you know, everyone at the shop is friendly. I go there, I shoot once a week, and, you know, they do all my work and shit like that. You know, and, you know, you, you, you see, like, some of the archery communities are going to get, you know, pretty fucking ravaged by what's going on right now. And it's mm -hmm. all because everybody wants to save the quick dollar when they don't know what the fuck they're doing. Yeah. And they're hurting themselves by spending more yet. And they're also putting people out of business by doing the same stupid shit. It's better to buy from your local shop. Yeah. 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 Basically that's probably the whole run of the story. Support your local freaking businesses here. Yeah. You know, you know, it doesn't always have to be fucking Walmart or Amazon or eBay or whatever, you know, but I don't know. You know, it's uh, we we tend to support like everything that's been going on. Well, I've been with, gearing away from Amazon lately. Yeah, yeah, both of us have. Well, plus you've uh, got a bit of a gripe with their uh, their delivery services now. They suck. <laughs> Amazon sucks with their delivery system. I'm sorry, I gotta say, ever since they switched over to them doing their own thing, and you yeah, see those yeah. little Amazon cars driving around, we have noticed packages being dumped. In front of yeah, we had other what, people. Eight buildings worth of packages down. Eight other like we, we live in an apartment development with eighteen buildings, something like that. So and there was like eight buildings worth of shit in our ground floor, and none of them just actually stacked. belonged to our building. Yeah, none of them. No, no, no. So they basically just dumped it yeah, and left. Building three, we had boxes for building 10, 12, 11, 18. Yeah, and they was, drove by eighteen to get to us, which is was, stupid. It was a little ridiculous, and yeah, yeah. they've been. Uh, taking pictures of where they leave it as proof of that they dropped it off. Right. And yeah, so th they've been dropping our stuff off somewhere else. I'm like, this is not, this is not our house. Right. And they're like, oh, okay, we'll send something else out. And then that never got to our house. Right. So they're like, oh, we'll send that again. Do you want, do you want a gift card for five? No, I'm like, I want my shit. Is what I want. Right. I, I right. want it the first time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like yeah. that's that's what I want. Yeah. No, and, I agree. Uh, you know, I we've geared away from Amazon, honestly. Mm -hmm. You know, and uh, it's just a, a lot of those companies, I think, are, I don't know, I, I can see maybe they'll soon be phased out or something's going to change. What's going to get phased out? Not phased out. Let me let me phrase that differently. It, it's, um, I don't know, something's going to change. I don't think it's going to stay the way it's been. Right. Where it's just... Your big Amazon or eBay. Well, I mean, a lot of these political representatives are asking for companies to be split up now. Well, the, the other thing is, big. is that like, okay, I have my shop on Etsy. Right. And they've been doing a lot of advertising, which is nice. Mm -hmm. And the thing with that is it's trying to connect a lot of the, the smaller shop owners or the smaller homemade items or the smaller it's basically all about your your smaller stores right. and people who don't have all these employees and all these other things going on and right. 
which is nice. So I think more of those might start popping up, which I have to say might give some of these shops an opportunity to kind of get in the same running as Amazon. Because if you think about it, if you look at our shop, let's just say, right, and you go to their website, mm-hmm. it's not like you can buy whatever he has in store right. on a website. They, most shops do the simple, this is where we're located, these are the pictures, we're a so-and-so dealer, like his case would be Matthew's dealer, we yeah, sell Matthews, mission bows. Yeah. yeah, right. And they kind of give you a general rundown and, and whatnot, but you have to go into the store to actually get anything from right, them. Right, right. Now, if you move that to a, a website that's in a traffic area, like some of these these other sites that... Right gear a lot of people toward it mm-hmm. and then you can compare like if they had a website i'll use etsy as an example because right. that's what i brought up so it's one site that has all these multiple small shops within it if you could actually have a site like that and then have all the archery shops kind of in that community then it gives people the opportunity that some people don't live some people don't unfortunately live close to a shop yes, like the closest one is now problem with that what what's the problem matthews are not allowed to be shipped you have to buy your Matthews from the dealer, period. They are not like, even um, the right. guy that's in Arkansas, you have to physically go to his shop to pick up your bow. He is not allowed to right. ship you your Stop bow. Stop talking. My point is, is that if you're not right like right next to a shop, right. but you kind of want to look like, okay, this one's an hour, this one's an hour and a half, this one's like, you know, maybe just under an hour, where do, who has what and what... That'd be nice to be able to to look, okay, this guy has this in stock, this one has this in stock, and right. okay, I want to try these, so you know what, I'll drive the hour this way, right? because that's what I'm interested in, mm-hmm. and being able to actually go and, and do everything with the bows. Right. Instead of not really knowing, and then who the hell's going to drive like an hour or more to a shop where they don't really know what they care. I mean, some shops don't have much in stock. I know. And then you get there and you're like, oh, okay, there's nothing here that I wanted to look at. So I just kind of wasted two plus hours of my time. Right. That's kind of my point. Well, yeah, I mean, I agree. I mean, it would be nice to see if you, you know, for each website to show the inventory of each shop. That would be great. It's a lot more work. It is a lot more work because you have to update it daily. Right, but it could attract people that might have not made the drive because it's more unknown. Right. But now if they know something's there. Yeah, yeah. Or if one of the shops is running a sale on something, like they're doing some Matthew specials, like when 2020 ATA is coming around, they're like, okay, all our, t- our 2019 models, they're right. car salesmen. They're car salesmen. <laughs> so they want to get rid of their older stock to come in, you know, with all the new shit they're buying. Right. Then people will know this. A lot of times... If they do anything special like that, people don't know. People don't know unless That's you're true. in that direct mileage. Right. And I think that also hurts them too, because if if you have a sale but no one knows about it, then it doesn't mean anything. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I, I mean, see, that is true. I mean, that that is very very true. You know, I, I don't know. I don't have nothing to argue against it. You know. I know, because I know I'm I'm right. No, no, no you are right. I mean, <laughs> well, I mean, even every hunter, every hunter in the fucking world knows it. When's the best time to go buy shit for the cheapest? Right after season ends. Right. You can go to Walmart and buy. You know, if you like Carbon Express arrows, you can go in there and buy 
fucking mayhems for two fifty. Once, a- once ATA's over. coming around, all that that yeah, previous yeah, yeah. year stuff. Yep. Yeah, it's gonna drop in price. Yeah. Yeah. That's for sure. You I mean, could be a day into New Year, and they're like, "No, it was last year. That was last year." Where have you been? Where this last yeah. year? It's like the cars. Oh shit! Twenty twenty's out. Deduct five thousand automatically. Someone yeah. said the twenty twenty word. Yep. Yeah. No, it's it, it is very very true. So, but yeah, a lot of these shops. I mean, you see, that's the bad part too. Is you know we've said it about before about you know a lot of the archery community does not seem to be very into the tech savviness of it. I think they're getting better. They are getting better. But because it's a lot of old school guys. Right, right, right. You know, yeah, that's the thing. It is. It's a lot of old school guys, you know. So, I mean, just to have to have someone update your website on a daily basis. Like, you know, I could see if you're doing just a Facebook page. Mm-hmm. You can probably post a daily inventory list, which would be a lot easier because you could just do it in a fucking spreadsheet and be done. You know, just add, remove as you go, especially when it comes to Matthews, because, I mean, you go to Saluda and they have cases of the modules for the bows. So, you know, it, it's just. Well, I'm sure you could get a programmer that could figure up a system that because they scan them into barcodes. So when they ring them up, right. it tells them the price that as stuff sells, that it automatically at the end of the 24 hour period, you just update the system. Right. It shows what went out, what came in, and that's it. All it is is a program. Yeah, that is true. That is true. So, I mean, it's... All that's possible, for sure. It's simple. I mean, I'm not not smart enough to actually figure all this shit out. I'll leave it to someone who's smarter than I am. But, uh, you know, I feel like things like that will will start happening. I feel like for for brick-and-mortar stores and shops to actually survive, yeah... You know, because unfortunately you have places like Amazon and all these other big name, even Walmart. Let's use Walmart. Mm-hmm. They sell everything online, too. Yeah. So uh, you're going to have to figure out something to kind of go with the times. It's mm-hmm. not all brick and mortar anymore. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Yep. See, I just think the the issue is when you come, when you come to the actual physical bows, because, you know, you have the companies like, you know, Matthews and Hoyt and stuff like that, where you have to go to the dealer. Right. It's not like open source purchasing where, you know, PSC, you can go to fucking Gander and have them ship a bow to you or Gander, fucking Cabela's, whatever. Right. You know, or Bear does the same thing because they're, you know, them in Trophy Ridge shipping all their shit everywhere. And you can just go online, push a button and order a brand new Kuma 33 and they'll ship it right to your damn house. Right. Well, you know, and, I, you know, and that's where you, you don't see a lot of those bows. In the pro shops, you're going to see Matthews, you're going to see Hoyts, you're going to see Elites. Like, you're going to see real, like, hardcore bows. And not to knock bears and shit because the Kuma's a badass fucking bow. And Bear, there's nothing wrong with the bears. Right. And, um, you know, we, the company uh, just goes in a different direction. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all. Yeah, the, the company just goes in a different direction. And I understand it's all about making money and your bottom ends. And you're not yeah, going to be yeah. around if you're not making money. So it doesn't matter how good your bow is if no one's... If you're not making anything off of it, then it doesn't matter. Right, right. You know, but it's it's just, it's more so that, like, those bows are easier to come by, and because they're in the larger stores, they can sell them faster, it seems. Right. So, you know, you can buy Bear, you know, Kumas, like I said, Divergence, Marshalls, whatever. Well, because someone walks into a Cabela's, and spur the moment, eh, let me buy a bow. Oh, look at that one. I'll have that one. Yeah, yeah. Like, you go to Arcabell's, it's nothing but Bear and PSE. 
Man, here in Greenville. I don't so. like their selection. Well, their selection is not large. I mean, it's nothing like compared to the Bass Pro Shop that's out by your mom's in Myrtle. I don't know. I don't like the selections in those stores anymore. I like our shop. Well. Yeah. <laughs> I've I've gained like a a little niche. Yeah, like, you have. I like ours. Well, no, it's true though. I mean, <laughs> it, it it is true. I mean, for the stuff that you're gonna buy. <laughs> You know, at a Cabela's or a Bass Pro, a lot of people are going to go for all the generic shit. It's unpersonable, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Jeez, yeah, that is true. Very. It's like picking a stray dog up off the, the road as you're walking by it. It's like, you know, eh, I'll have a dog. Yeah, come on, let's go. Whereas if you go to the breeder and you pick out a puppy and you get a blonde and you, like, become one with the dog. It becomes part of your family. You just picked that similarity, like right out of left field. Like, let me pluck that bitch right here. Just pull it in here. Yeah. Cabela's I'm is grab like... grab it right by its fucking wings and bring this one in here. Watch this. <laughs> Cabela's is like that stray dog that you pick up. And your local shop is like a breeder puppy. You know, it's part of the family. Cabela's is the <laughs> shit, too. And the, the, our shop's the fucking shepherd, huh? No, it has nothing to do with breed. It's just a... <laughs> stray dog. You're saying people usually make shih tzus into stray dogs? No, because rich people buy those dogs, so they don't. Go yeah, they're anywhere. purse dogs. Yeah. They're yeah. like a little uh, accessory. My grandmother's shih tzu thought it was Italian. So that thing ate so many pasta and meatballs, it didn't know what the fuck it was. It was confused. Yeah, and it didn't know when to die either. No, no. Well, none of my grandmother's dogs know that shit. <laughs> it was blind, deaf, and dumb. Walking into walls. No, no, that was Princess. That was the poodle. Oh, yeah. That was the poodle. That was, that, that was the big white poodle. And then uh, no, the Shih Tzu just, just she, she was old, too. I mean, shit. The, the poodle had to be put down at 21, mm. I think she was. And then I think the Shih Tzu made it to, like, 18. No, the poodle was 19, and the Shih Tzu was, was 18. Yeah. So, but it, in their whole lives, they were getting whatever was, was off the table. Oh, you want some hot dogs? Oh, hey, you want some pasta? You want some fucking meatballs? Yeah. You know, the, these poor dogs lived like they were these little, you know, a French dog and a, a fucking little Japanese or Chinese oh, dog. Uh, speaking of dogs, uh, actually, because I got to talk about my shop. Okay. I got to plug myself. Plug yourself. That just sounds wrong. <laughs> anyway. Never mind. I'm not going to make that joke. Yeah, yeah. So... For dogs, I'm starting to go... I'm trying to branch out than just doing the binocular straps and the, the bow slings. Right. So I'm looking at probably going into dog collars. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of doing a little... Testing some things out. I'm doing a little research. I have to do pricing for hardware and whatnot. But if you listen to us and you're listening to this and you have a dog, and I'm trying to get... The sizing, because you can find a sizing chart for the size dogs and everything, but you never know if it's it's really 100% accurate until you've been doing them for a while. Like, I, I'm just starting, so I have to figure it out. Right. If anyone is listening and they have dogs, it, it would be helpful. You could send me a private message on my shooting skulls on Instagram. Shooting or, underscore skulls. Yeah. Or our off-center archer yep. Instagram. Either one. And let me know his weight and the size of his neck. So I can kind of, because that's how it's going. Like if it's a a certain weight range, then they should have like a certain neck range. So I'm trying to figure that out because, I mean, some of the choke collars, you have to fit it over their head. And then obviously with the leash on it, it tightens as they pull. Mm -hmm. But 
I don't know. It's uh, I want to make sure it's, you know, you don't make them too small. And so any input, anybody sharing is very, very helpful. So hopefully I can get, I want to make, because we have family up north that we're going to see that have a dog. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm going to make like two or three of them, two or three styles and bring it up to him. And I'm going to test it out on their dog. Right. I already forewarned them. Okay. So. Good luck getting around his neck because that dog is high, strung as shit. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. <laughs> you know I mean? Gavin's going to do Gavin's it. Gavin's going to do it for you. Okay. Yeah, I'm not going to. And me saying he's high, strung doesn't mean he's a bad dog. He just, you come near him and he's like, oh, fuck, we're going to play. Oh, shit. And he just starts hopping around. You're like, dude, calm down. He's like, love you, me. You're not a Jack Russell. You're a fucking lab. Chill, very good dog. Dude, they, had him in, they had the dog in their wedding. It was a little ring bear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He walked that down the cute. aisle. It was actually really cool. No, yeah, he yeah. laid he laid at the back end of the aisle. Yeah, yeah. He's like, he didn't oh, want to get up. He's like, I'm done. I gotta work. I'm here. <laughs> so. so yeah, if anyone has any input on that, and you have dogs, that's very helpful. Mm-hmm. I always like hearing input from other people. So you know you're gonna get blackmailed for this, right? What are you talking about? Talk about Donna's boobs. She's gonna want a purple one for the dog. That's fine. <laughs> They have two dogs. They have two dogs. Two. But they're small dogs, so it's not much cord. <laughs> yeah, one German Shepherd collar. You could strap both of those dogs together. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's great. Oh, each dog is like the size of a boob. No. Well, her, each one of her dogs probably. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Everyone here. Imagine the people in the background like cheering Doug. I'm like, damn, Doug, way to go. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, you could be messing around one night. You'd be like, you playing with him, like, woof, 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 woof. As you're juggling. Woof, 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 woof. But to say, you have to say what you're doing. You just can't do the sound. I, I'm the only one that makes sense to if you don't do the juggle. Say you're juggling. Okay. Oh, God. Jesus Christ. See, this is why we need the second <laughs> podcast right here. Yeah. And then we maybe we can convince Donna to be on the second one instead. Oh, she doesn't want to be on this one? Huh? She well she, we don't know. I don't know if she shoots or she's getting into shooting. I have no idea. She could still be on. I already it. have the whole we already have the whole plan for when we're down there that Doug and Don are gonna be on with us. It would be good for us to have someone as the point of view as the spouse of an archery addict. Spouse of an archery addict? Yeah. Okay. It's like AA, bring your significant other to a meeting day. So how did that work out with us, considering that, you know, I get blamed for everyone's archery addiction now and our friends. That was your, I don't understand the question. Because you were like, it's your fault we all shoot. Like the, like the, the archery me? peddler? Yeah, you said that in one of the podcasts. You blamed me for you and Doug shooting. Yeah, you pedal. I pedal? I pedal yeah. the archery? Yeah. I'm the, uh, the archery peddler? Yeah, you like that, that, uh... The guy going into the 70s clubs with that cocaine like with here. With that cocaine. Come on. Oh, damn. You got just a little. I got this black eagle arrow right here, bro. Just, just a little bump. Just, just a little bit. Just, just a little, little bit. inertia for just you. A just a little. Just share with your friends. Go ahead. Just share with your friends. Go ahead. Just a little. You love the speed. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, yeah. No, I mean, uh, me and Doug were already talking about it. And I know he already told Don because, uh. I told him, I was like, you know, we could either just pop it up on him and be like, yeah, just invite him to the house. And he's like, no, 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 no. So he told Don. Uh, pop what? What? 
What are you talking about? Pop but what when on? When we were going to be down there in November, I'm like, yo, just invite Don over. and We'll get everyone together, have a couple of drinks. I'm going to shove a microphone in front of him, in front of his face and put him on the podcast. And oh, yeah. Doug's like, no, 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 no. We do no, have no, four no. mics. Yes, we have four mics, so I'm going to bring the whole setup That's fine. So, um, so we already had the one planned for us, Doug and Don. And I really, and I think it would be absolutely hysterical just because of how he is and Mm-hmm. I would love to actually do one with Doug and Brandon together. Well, because mm. Brandon's lively as shit, and which I think is funny because he could talk shit just like <laughs> as good as me and Doug he can. So I know, but when he's on a mic that no one else can see him, it won't be hard to describe him. Like, actually, matter of fact, if anybody wants to see what Brandon looks like, no, he's in that's photos all about with us. that. I mean, in a conversation like this, it's a little bit different than on Xbox or okay. in person. Some I mean, people get quiet. Us. He's not going to be. Some people get quiet. He man. wasn't quiet when we were at the house last year. True. So if we so, do our second podcast, then we can have Donna on for one of them. We're gonna have Don- on the second one also. Donna. Oh, Donna. Yes, yes, Donna. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. That's we can have B on. What? Because we've been talking about our boobs, so oh, we just call our B. Hey, B. <laughs> <laughs> you and Donna can do a lone one because our other one's gonna be all about random topics. <laughs> you, you could have a title of one with Donna where you interview what it's like to be a large-breasted woman. Because <laughs> I don't know what what it means to be. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Oh Jesus Christ! This is why we have to do the second one. This is why. So if you bend over to tie your shoes too far, can you still see the laces? <laughs> no, the better question is while you're standing up, can you see your shoes? True. No. But then they're already tied at that point. Ah, well, whatever. Let's get Velcro. Yeah, well, you have shoes like our two-year-old. <laughs> As you're walking down a buffet line, do you leave streaks? <laughs> God. <laughs> anyway, so okay, I have nothing else for arguing today <laughs> at all. So <laughs> that we could went on a half hour tangent about other dumb shit. Oh my god. No, I'm good. No, you're good. Okay, yeah, I'm good. All right. So well, hopefully now that school has started for our son, and this well, this week will be his first week of the actual schedule of where he's going to be in between his therapies and school. Yeah. Whereas last week was like half days, so everything got rotated a couple of hours forward. Yeah. Um, so we should be able to get you back to the range on probably like a Thursday or something each week or something like that. We got, yeah, we're going to have to see. Well, you're Miss Calendar. Well, so <clears throat> I know Mondays are out. I know Wednesdays are out. Yeah. Well, Mondays, they're not even open. Oh, yeah. So Mondays doesn't fucking matter anyway. That's yeah. right. Okay. So Monday doesn't matter. Well, my matter. thing from now until the end of the month. I have the rest of my challenge I need to do. Okay, and you're already still ahead on mileage. Yes, but I have to make sure that I don't miss because then I'll have to do like 12 miles in a day. Okay. And you are, I mean, you are technically ahead right now, even though you actually finally decided to take a day off because of how far ahead you were. Yeah, no, because I was, not I was only 14 like, miles ahead. Well, that's what I'm saying. On the weekends, we've been going walking, plus you've been going on the elliptical for like 10 miles. Yeah. So you've been doing, there's days where you're doing 15, 16 miles. Yeah. And I have started running outside again on some of the nicer days. Right. Because it's been super hot. Right, right. 
and um, I'll be back into running, and my knees kind of have to break in a little bit more. Right. So mm-hmm. that's that. We'll figure it out. Okay. So, okay, folks. Well, then we'll probably be back in like two weeks like it normally is. Well, okay. So we have this weekend. Right. And then. Oh, the weekend. Yeah, yeah. The n- next weekend, because that's going to be the weekend of Labor Day. Right. Because Labor Day is that Monday. Uh-huh. We are leaving on that Tuesday. So depending on, on what goes on, we might do we might do another one for us or we, we might do one for us letting everyone know that we're doing an intro for our second podcast. All right. So it's just basically getting everything set up uh, as far as computer-wise right. to get it registered and whatnot. That's easy. That yeah, well, no. It's like, oh, how about this name, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, well... No, you're the creative one, so just you just come yeah, up. With stuff. Okay, so you just want me to rattle off a list of everything until you say, "Oh, okay." No, well, it's it's just the the name you originally brought up. It's too like almost similar to another person's podcast. It's not, not really. No, it's not, not okay. even close. It's not. Okay. I'm just well, saying. We'll see. Anyway. But you'll hear from us probably before we leave to go to New York Yeah. on this one. And then if we start the second one on the second one also. So, okay, folks. Well, have fun. Get out. Go shoot. Have fun. Take care Everybody of Everybody be safe. And yes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm a woman. I can say it. Yes, you can. All right. And it's not sexist. Everybody have a great week. <laughs>